What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Manscaped.com and the promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number and the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Go to sleepnumber.com slash ham to find the nearest store to you. And by Seat Geek, promo code ham, 10 bucks off. Now to the segment. What did you think of Jimmy Live? And then watching it back on, on tape. What did you, there, been, there was a lot of early, Jimmy's better than he, J- Jimmy looks good. And then there was a lot of late. Jimmy was terrible. Is there, uh, was it Clint Eastwood, The Good, Bad, and The Ugly? Was that his movie? Yeah. I thought it was like The Good, Bad, and The Ugly. The good, one, he made just some great throws. You know, not just some touchdown passes, some over-the-middle-of-the-field passes, uh, even the the pass that was picked to Bourne. I mean, he's hitting guys in the pick, the ball that hit D. I, I blame Bournes more because Bourne's not thinking of getting up the field. He's in midair. All you got to do is catch. Even if you hit the ground, it's a 25-yard gain. The Debo one, not that I am, you know, admonishing, like, just giving him a pass on that play. But I think Debo, who has been pretty sure-handed, saw open grass and was thinking, it's fucking on like Donkey Kong in the open field. And he kind of battled back and made some plays. The And the other good, Jimmy is not like Jared Goff, for example. He keeps plays alive in the pocket. Like he is, and Kyle talked about this after the game, like what do you think of Jimmy? He's like, well, he's always the same. Like his... He's a pretty cool cuss. Like, I don't think he's getting too high, getting too low. He'll just make some bad plays. That would be the bad. Ball security in the pocket. To me, I give you a little bit of a pass, like on the first fumble, when clown because the game, it's new to the game. It happens early in the game. When that happens, you realize, and I'm sure Kyle and maybe the quarterback coach are, once the tackles are getting kind of mollywopped, because that's, I saw Lombardi tweeted that PFF, like they had, it's the most pressures those two have allowed when they both started a game in their career. And the center, when Richburg went out, did they know what Richburg's, what happened to Richburg? Did he dislocate a finger or something? He couldn't grip the ball? I don't, I don't remember know. if they said it on TV. So he, I, I, I don't even know how long he went out. He went out for a couple series or whatever. At that period of time, the center got destroyed. So that that's 
Also, something to keep an eye on. If Richburg goes down, Niner season might be over because their backup center is not good. So the bad was just ball security or whatever, right? You just you got to yeah, be and a I would game add, like that and add to it, you know, a couple near interceptions on the drive. Well, well that that's where that's where I'm going. The ugly, okay. The the ugly were he didn't just throw some. Well, he threw. In, I think in the second series of the drive, maybe the first series, he throws a might have been the first series. Throws a pick, hits the guy in stride, but there was defensive holding. Hits the guy in his hands throughout the game, guy. Several picks. I'm not talking. Greenlaw jumping, making just a great play, right? I'm talking hitting Bobby Wagner like he's the tight end. Like, whoa! Where the whole, where the entire stands, you look around and everyone's jaws on the floor. That happened. I have five fingers on a hand. It happened more than one handful of times. Of just the ugly of just you're throwing it right to the defender, you know? So I, I think it encompassed it all. You just. Now, you know, at the end of the day, and we've always argued the PFF stat near interception. Well, the guy did drop it. But to me, it's one thing when if like Greenlaw drops it, you're like, well, that was a great play by him, a little underthrown. It's not that crazy of a play. When you hit defender's guy in stride. When they're doing they're, the, and they're all undercutting your receivers like Keekley did. Yeah. That's, now, I, could you say one issue, and this is where you get like deep, deep nerdy, when you have zero threat deep, when your best player's out, you're basically just running curls and fucking outs. They, you don't, what do you think Pete Carroll does all week? And Ken Norton, they break down, they go, guys, these guys are just going to run the same three routes. Sit on them. You know how they say, what they say in football? Squat on the route. Now, Jimmy, you got to realize that when the guy's squatting on the route and you're looking right at him, you can't throw the ball. So I, I saw, well, Russell threw some interceptions. Yeah, his looked a little different to me. I, I don't know about you, guy. His near interceptions, like I, Russell was on a completely different level than Jimmy last night. Yeah, and it's not and, like, and I, didn't, and I didn't think Jimmy was like shitty. I didn't think he was really good. He was just meh. Well, I, look, here's where I've, I don't, I've reached the point with him, and I had, I did it a long time ago, a long time ago, after the first few weeks of the season, where we talked about like he needs to be better. I thought he got better, and I, and I don't. I'm not reevaluating Jimmy Garoppolo every week now. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's really good. And when you're really good, or good, in his case, he does some things really well. Like you said, he keeps plays alive. Yeah, see, I, I, I would call him good. Not yeah, really yeah, good. I, I amend. <laughs> but I think he does some things that are really good. Like I've told you, I think his ability to make plays in a pocket where things are going crazy around him, I do think he keeps his eyes downfield. I don't think he ain't scared. He's not scared at all. Yeah, one time the 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 pick he almost threw to the tight to the linebacker on the drive where the Niners eventually tie the game, Um, and he's just like pressure and kind of it was like it was the nuttiest throw. Was that not the first pass of the drive? It was the nuttiest throw he made, John, (laughs) and it really deserved to be intercepted. And that's like, kind of the Do you think Bobby Wagner thing. thought about that pass all night long? Like, how did I drop well, that? Well, if they had lost, he would have. And, yeah, he probably still did. Like, I could have I been the hero. That one was nuts. Now, was that him panicking or is that him making a – like, that's what I've said back to, the, back to the interception he threw at Cincinnati after he had the false start. He does some things that are questionable deci- – he makes some questionable decisions. Well, to me, is, is that him not, quote-unquote, seeing stuff? Well, you know? but I don't know because I think he does see. I think he sees a lot of stuff pretty well. well. May, 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 let me rephrase that. 
locking in on something that he goes, this is going to be open, and Maybe. then it's not, but he's but already predetermined. Could be, but it was such a hectic situation. It wasn't – he was, like, about to get sacked, and he was just kind of trying to make a play when he should have just swallowed it and just lived for another down. So it was nuts. But I don't think it makes him bad. Um, I just think what we know is, at this point with him, he's going to make plays that can win you games. But if you're in a 10-point game or you're up by six or you're up by three and you're trying to get down the field to finish it off, you, like, you can't just assume he's going to make the right play on every play because he's trying to make a play and he might hit somebody else in the hands. Like, I think that's where it stands right now. Is there is just kind of this Romo quality, right? Like That's where it stands. But I think he's good. But those well, things what, are just going to happen. Was it? Uh, and that's scary. Do you remember the game? Of course you do. I mean, everyone does. It's one of the more famous moments, like in NFL blooper history. They go to they go to the fifty yard line. Overtime. Seattle. Green Bay. Yes. Hasselback. We want the ball, and we're going to score. The first play of overtime. He throw. It might not have been the first play, but it was definitely early on in the overtime. Throws a pick six. It feels like, and it could happen just this season, Jimmy has a pick six to end the game in a playoff game. Right. Yep. That's right. Like, if if you said all the quarterbacks in the NFL going into the playoffs, or let's just say the NFC, Wentz, Dak, Jimmy, Russ, even Cousins, because Zimmer will just be like, run the ball. (laughs) They won't even let him throw it. Uh, Jimmy, Breeze, he is by far... Like, Cousins would probably not be that far behind, but Zimmer just refused to, like, leave and let, put him in that situation. Jimmy will throw the pick six. You could even go the NFC. Like, Lamar, they'll be running option. Brady, no. Mahomes, no. It is Jimmy. Yeah. But- now, Jimmy wouldn't say that, but, which, by the way, I loved. And it kind of sucked that they sent Geno Smith out there, but I love that they sent Richard Solo out for the coin toss. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I wish they would have sent Russ, too. I, I kind of give Kyle, Kyle gets it. Yeah, Kyle gets it. Richard. Um, well, it, it, I don't even know if Kyle gets it. Like, I don't even think it was an option. And that's like, Richard's like, I'm going. I, no one's coming with me. <laughs> you know? I, I do think. Uh, did you notice the spe- – Did they were they playing that on TV, the coin toss? Because mm. a special teams coach or maybe the assistant is like walking with Richard, like telling him the scenarios, and Richard just like keeps shaking his head, like following him all the way to the 50-yard line. And I was like, are we sure that everyone's on the same page here? Uh, but there was no I, wind, or I don't know why it would have mattered. I, I do think as it relates to uh, Jimmy, this is this is not – I think he's he'll play – he'll make some of those same mistakes even when they're full squad. But I, I do think we have to give Staley a chance, really, and McGlinchey too, just to get a little better coming back from injuries. Um, he didn't have Kittle. Eventually – uh, Sanders went out. They ran John. They averaged three yards a carry. They couldn't really run the football except for one carry from Coleman. Brita has an ankle. I guess he's getting reevaluated for his Breida sprained ankle. He got hurt re- last night. Well, he tweaked the already sprained ankle. Jesus. And well, the other thing, the other thing I would say is Mozart's pretty good. Kyle Uchek didn't have a carry or a catch. They threw it him one time. Well, guy, because he had to play like a I know. double whammy. No, role. no, I know. I'm just saying, like, because he's playing like tight end slash fullback. Because you know, yeah, who all I'm not of a sudden he never... didn't perform. I'm just saying, like, they weren't able to be even close to what their offense is supposed to be. Well, because everyone's like, who are they going to here? And everyone's like, I hope they throw it to Dwelly. Like Dwelly, all of a sudden became Kittle. So it's like, well, they can't really waste Dwelly into blocking. Uzcheck has to do it, 
And it was like, I'm praying, just throw it to fucking Dwelly. I know. And that's where it was at. I trust him, too. I do. It's like, throw it to Dwelly. And I had seven well, targets. But he, here, here's one problem. You say, I'll give McGlinchey and uh, Staley some time to come back. The next two weeks, like the Cardinals, you know, they're three, six, and one or whatever. They do have Chandler Jones and, uh, and Terrell Suggs. And remember, last time they played them in school in the broadcast, it, might, it was Spielman or something, was like... Uh, Kyle told me, yeah, you know, even Staley can't block this guy. Then the next week, I don't know if you've noticed, but the first time in, like, franchise history since Reggie White, the Packers actually spent some money this offseason. Every time I watch the Packers, the two Smith brothers, even though they're not brothers, like Alden and Justin, the two guys they signed, especially the one, I think it's Preston Smith or Zaire Smith, one of the two of them is just dominating. So, And they are coming off the edge and fucking kicking ass and taking names. Those are the next two weeks. You got pretty elite pass rushers. Well, then those guys need to get better. I'm just saying. And, and I think there was Clowney a lot of again, and you face Donald. Like, no, I know, you, I'm you just saying there was rushers. there was a lot of Joe Staley's washed up last night, and I this happens all the time. Let's let the guy off a broken leg get more than one game against Jadavian Clowney before we decide if he can play left tackle anymore. I, That's all I'm saying. To, to me, the question would be: Would they have been better off last night? And I, you will never know the answer. And this this sucks in the NFL. And it's just, I, I mean, it's like this in life. When you Wally Pip someone, but you're Wally Pipping a guy that's so well-established, no matter how well you do, you're getting then Wally Pip back. Right. Because like, school couldn't have been much better given the circumstances, and really, we didn't even notice them. Then last night when I checked the inactives an hour before the game, it's like they didn't even let school put pads on. Like the dudes in sweats. It's like, motherfucker, I've been holding it down at left tackle forever. And I, I understand Brunskill, like the dude came from the AAF. School's like, you drafted me. I kicked ass. I, you get to keep that guy up. I don't get to keep up. And I wonder if that's because maybe Brunskill's more, uh, you know, he maybe he has the ability to play left and right a little easier than schools just can only play left, doesn't play as right. Yeah. There has to be some thought process behind that. Uh, maybe they just thought Brunskill was playing better. Who, who knows? But you could argue... Would they have been just better off last night if Brunskill and School had just been their tackles? I wonder. I, I don't that. know the answer, yeah. but I, I, well, you're not sure have... that it wouldn't have been better. It might yeah. have been because Clowney. I, I mean, I would imagine just watching the game back, he was everywhere, guy. I mean, forced fumbles, sacks, pressures from both you sides. Just, you just feel the dreads and the size, and just you're just like Jesus Christ. I, I thought last night, can you imagine if Seattle would have had this guy in their heyday with the group? <laughs> oh my. You know, the other guy's good is, is Puna Ford. Not like. bad at all. Yeah, he's a big run stuffer. Juwan yeah. Reed, the dude I think from Alabama, is a big run stuffer. Like, they do have very, very stout humans up there. Yeah. That, uh, that would be the counter of just like, is the matchup a double whammy bad? It's hard to run on Seattle for the Niners. When you're missing Kittle, because those guys are like the Clowney's. Here's the irony: Clowney's a better run defender than he is a pass rusher. So that's that shows you like, and he's not a bad pass rusher. And then Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright are just. I don't know if if people have probably noticed over the years are pretty good too. So it's just it's a you got to be able to throw the ball on them. And just watching Seattle, really this season, they they, they don't get gas on the ground because they get gas in the air. Like Matt Schaub, 400 plus yards. The one game they played against Baker back and forth, he was throwing. You can throw the ball on them. You got to th- the game, uh, the Thursday night epic. They got, they've played in some epic games this year. What was Jared Goff doing? He was throwing the ball. Like you're not. 
the problem for the 49ers, it was like, you got to throw the ball on them to win. But then they're like, well, we can't really throw the ball because we can't block them and our guys can't catch. That guy, they had seven drops. Or maybe it was eight. I thought I saw nine, but yeah, maybe it was nine. <laughs> it, it felt like 15. Like, it didn't, and it felt like Seattle, for them to drop the ball, it took a PBU. Like it took E-Man hitting the ball up, or it took Richard breaking the ball up. It didn't. It didn't feel like they were. If it hit their hands, they were catching it. Like you said, DK had six for eighty. And how many balls did he have? I think he had a, definitely 70. a couple that were just PBUs. Yeah, he could have had ninety yards. He had ten targets, caught six for seventy yards. And, and then all of a sudden, in overtime, it's like, ah, who caught that slant? Oh, they got Josh Gordon's on their team. I, like, I got to give Booger credit on that one because Booger would say, like, Josh Gordon's not on the field here. I bet it's a play he doesn't know. But then the play you're talking about, he's like, Josh is out there. This is probably going to him. Oh, because you're saying if he put it on the field, they drew that up this week for him. He knew the play. Ran a slant. Got it. So, I'd forgotten he was on the team, honestly. Uh, one I, guy he on the team no that clue. long. That's actually kind of scary. You're like, God, him and DK, that's not a bad little combo. Yeah. I don't understand Carson, who really is a good player. He fumbles a lot. He just puts the ball on the ground a lot I mean, I, for whatever reason. But he is a – doesn't he feel like a 19 – he would have fit in like 1979 just, <laughs> just to run, just hard. Did Pete Carroll, I mean, he's really just kind of hip and skinny. He must be a vegan. Uh, he belonged. Like his style, he, he would have fit right in. And like you talk about a guy that could have fit in any era. Like he would have been fine, like the L- Lombardi era. Just uh, you don't want to run at every play and play defense. I'm good. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.